Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion team. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. But hopefully, you know, the good thing is, and this is what I've talked about all season long, right, Tyler? The players, the players themselves, they are the ones that feel the pressure. They are the ones that have the chip on their shoulder right now. And Everyone would agree that not only has Miguel Cairo done a fantastic job, but the players of the Chicago White Sox have done an equally tremendous job. And that begins with pitching. Cease has been handling business. Lance Lynn, Johnny Cueto, despite the outing yesterday, Giolito has stepped up. And now today, as the White Sox start their series with the Colorado Rockies, you get a guy like Michael Kopech that wants to be out there. Listen, I will never, ever in my entire life question Kopech's desire to be on that mound, obviously, during the COVID season when he didn't play and he was dealing with his, you know, personal issues, we'll call them. I questioned his desire and his love, but I don't know the guy. And that was foolish of me to do it in that way. And now that I've seen him play, I've seen his tenacity. That 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 man wants to be out there. I can't say it he enough. Does. And it's like it's tough to see that because like he's been struggling so bad. And like, but it's like, it's out of his control. And he's like, he wants, yeah. like you said, he wants to play, but it's just it's injuries tough. get the best of him. It is. Michael Kopech, four and nine on the season with a 3.780 ERA, got 102 Ks on the season and 57 walks. I, I mentioned this before in the podcast. That that's something that I pay attention to when I'm gambling a lot. I look at the pitcher and I tr- try to see their strikeout to walk ratio. And I, 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 I believe in pitchers that have at least. You need at least a two-to-one ratio for me to believe in you. But when you have a three-to-one, it's when you can really start putting some money down and understanding that you're dealing with a quality pitcher. And unfortunately, Kopech, not even sitting at that two-to-one mark, but his opponent on the other side, Chad Cole, just as bad. Six and eight on the year with a 5.38 ERA, 92 strikeouts, 50 walks. So he's kind of sort of right around the same ratio as Michael Kopech. So it's going to be an interesting game. And Tyler, I'll tell you this, this is something not a lot of people are paying attention to. So the White Sox for about a week now, they've been sitting at, at, uh, with the best batting average in major league baseball. Um, mm-hmm. and, and they were sitting, hovering right around third all year long. And they finally managed to, to get up to first, but, but they were struggling to score runs. Right. And that was the big issue. The long ball was something that was stifling the offensive production, but, Colorado's a sneaky team, man. They're kind of like the White Sox where they're they're underperforming a bit, but they're fifth in batting average in the league. And when it comes to home runs, the long ball, you know, they're right where the White Sox are. The Sox are 23rd. Rockies are 22nd. So 
again, it might just be one of those games, especially with these two pitchers. It's, it's like kind of like a push. Like you're not, it's not like a, it's not like a gimme, you know? Right. Kopech could change that if he pitches well, right? If, if he pitched like if he's has a good night, then he's going to be lights out. But it's like, yeah, if he pitches well, then there shouldn't be any issue. But it's like it all depends of which Kopech's going to come out and pitch. Very true. Very true. The game, obviously, here in Chicago, weather's kind of shitty. So I feel like he would thrive in something like that. Like Kopech just seems like a guy that wants to be in the trenches. Yeah. You know, and, and, and in Colorado, I know the weather sucks out there. But, dude, yesterday's Bears game, today's Sox game, I mean, it might just be like super, super shitty. Actually, uh, this they play tomorrow. Tomorrow? Yeah, they're off tonight. Oh, they're off today. That's right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Look at me. I'm so hyped up. I'm ready. To, <laughs> tomorrow's going to be beautiful. 84 and sunny. Um, Chicago weather's playing, doing Chicago things and going through hoops. But, yeah, Tuesday is when the game starts. Kopech on the mound. So that'll be a good one. And then, of course, Wednesday, if things do go bad in that game, in game one, you got Dylan Cease on the bump. So uh, what do you think is going to happen in this upcoming series against the Colorado, the short two-game series against the Colorado Rockies? It's only two games, and I think Kopech will do enough to get the Sox to win tomorrow. And then obviously it's cease. I mean, I'm, I feel and like during the day and during the day. Yeah. Oh, one o'clock game. You know, it's money. That's just, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm going sweep. I mean, I have to, it's tradition in this yeah. podcast. We just sweep, <laughs> sweep. Everyone bet sweep. Yeah. I think, it, I think what would be really cool, Tyler, is if the fans really show up tomorrow, yeah. you know, on a nice, beautiful day, really give Kopech the energy that he needs to perform well and, and make it a hostile environment. You know, we talked about this a couple episodes ago. Every single game that's left for the Chicago White Sox should have a playoff-type atmosphere, and that would be the case tomorrow, 7-10, when Michael Kopech takes the mound for the Chicago White Sox. After that, Thursday, before we talk to you guys, White Sox head out to Cleveland for a one-game set to make up for something that happened earlier in the season, and they go to Detroit for three and then back to Cleveland. For another three, we got Central Division foes from the 15th of September all the way to the 29th. So let's see, we got four, eight, 12, 13 games in a row against the AL Central. So uh, we've said it a million times before, and we got to say it again. It's a big stretch run for the White Sox uh, as they They take on the AL Central. They could end up taking the lead in the, the division. We thought that. I thought we could have been yeah. over the weekend, but somehow, some way, even though they won three out of four, they, they lost the game. Because on Friday, yeah. they were only one and a half games back, and now they're sitting two and a half behind the Cleveland Indians. But it'll be interesting. It'll be a tough run. Definitely. Um, and we'll continue to talk about it here on the Southsiders podcast. So make sure, again, you guys download that Odyssey app so you can subscribe, get your notifications so you can find out when new episodes come on board. Shane's uh, – Dealing with a bear Monday. He's eating some chicken right now at the office from Joe's uh, seafood and, and, and crab house or whatever the hell it's called. I'm oh jealous of him. I'm hoping there's some leftover when I go. There's going to be zero leftover by the time you I get there. I don't think there is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. For my guy, Tyler Buterball, and of course, myself, Gabe Ramirez, we appreciate you. Make sure that you also follow us on social media, Southsider670. And until next time, hopefully, White Sox will be in first place or a little bit closer.